0: Welcome back, everybody, to another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. It is Ryan, and this is our final episode of 2023. So, yes, we are going to do an episode on cannabis in 2023. (laughs) Why would we not? And I am coming in, I guess not live. This won't be live, but I am doing this now live, as I always would, uh, from my new studio, uh, my new uh, place of dwelling my new my new my new home, it's <laughs> easier way to put it. Um yeah, it's been a crazy week. I know I mentioned I was getting uh moved around and we finally did it. And I also um had some crazy stomach bug these last 24 hours that uh I typically never have an issue with, but I think just like the moving and like I definitely haven't been on routine as much. It's been a lot of early mornings, late nights. Um just Really, really busy. So, uh, apologize for any any of you guys um, that I haven't been able to connect with. Uh, I I am I am going back and reading all those messages and reaching out to everybody. So, um, but anyways, uh, thank you guys for coming back to to another episode here, um, our final one of 2023. And if you haven't done it yet this year, you have one more chance. One more chance. Well, we have this one, then we have tomorrow's episode, then we also have these snippets on the 31st that should be released as well. And that would be your final time, (laughs) if not this time, when I'm reminding you now to just go and give us a quick like Uh, by doing that. That pushes us to the top of the rankings and um, that really helps. And by the way, guys, uh, we do have, um, we were recently uh, ranked and I'll put something on our show notes on our recent rankings in 2023 from Feedspot. Um, one of the top 100 podcasts for cannabis in 2023. So take a look at that, guys. Uh, but that's all because of you. You guys are helping us and just can't thank you you know, enough for all of the support that you guys provide all the time. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so today, what we want to do is really reflect on the past year and possibly even look ahead to next year, both in cannabis, the world of cannabis, and the world of the Cannabis Connoisseur podcast, right? So, because we are all kind of sewers, but talking about the podcast, obviously, right? Um, (laughs) So, why is this topic important? We always start there. Why is it so important for us to reflect on these things? Well, I think it's really important for us to see the progress that we've made. Um, Keeping tabs on this progress will also keep us honest in our fight for equitable um, cannabis use and accessibility, I would say, right? Right. we often on the show, will discuss the medical benefits or the little oddities, the medical benefits around cannabis, right? But we don't really discuss the advocacy or the current events surrounding cannabis. And so this gives us an opportunity to do that as well towards the end of the year to just kind of round everything out and see how things are looking. A more, I guess, holistic, well-rounded view of cannabis to, to end the year on, Um it's also it's always fun to see progress as well because I think every year I do this I kind of look back and say Wow cannabis has come so far this year and and it really has right like we I mean I just remember when Delta Eight was like such a big deal that was a few years ago right and since then I mean cannabis has that was like the first if you guys remember Delta Eight was kind of like that first big pop in cannabis I feel like where I mean CBD yes but Delta Eight was the first psychoactive cannabinoid that was released it really to the masses due to the federal um, farm bill of 2018 right so um, that was a big one but then there's there's been a ton since then and we'll kind of talk about a lot of that so uh, just there's always changes and we just want to recognize those and just continue to support those changes and the efforts towards those changes and that's why we we like to acknowledge and recognize them here and that's the purpose so let's begin that recap right so in 2023, you know, the cannabis industry saw numerous significant developments across, you know, various aspects of legalization, medical research, cultural shifts, right? So we're just going to mention a few here, starting with the legalization expansion. This is the most important one, right? Um, always, always important. Four additional states and the Virgin Islands enacted policies legalizing adult use marijuana. So that's important. And I think this really marked a, a nice shift um, as more Americans now reside in jurisdictions where cannabis is state legal than not. Isn't that interesting? So now more people, you know, fi- when we started the show, that wasn't the case, but now it's at the point where a lot of people are, are just more um, easy around cannabis. Like people don't, don't reject it like they used to. They don't cringe at it. Right. It still happens, but um not as much as it used to. Right. There've been presidential pardons. So president Joe Biden, um, started pardoning individuals with nonviolent cannabis convictions in March. And that has continued, um, aiming to really mitigate that long-term impact of, you know, the records that those records have on housing, employment, civic, you know, responsibilities, all that stuff, right. Reclassification recommendation. I mean, you know, this kind of goes along a bit with legalization, but, um, number three, reclassification recommendation, almost, we're almost there, uh, they talked about rescheduling to uh, a Schedule 3 cannabis and, um, you know, potentially just easing a lot of those restrictions on medical access for cannabis. And so that's really where we're hoping to be, because if it's anything below Schedule 1, then cannabis will not be considered as dangerous as cocaine and heroin and all these other drugs, really, that are 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 not shown to be as beneficial as cannabis is. Um, so I, I just you know it just always blows my mind that we're talking about this because <laughs> I just don't see the I don't see the uh, I don't see the similarities between cannabis and heroin. But you know, like I guess some people do that have literally no affiliation or, or uh, familiarity with cannabis. Those people do right. So it's just funny how that works. But that's just me, and I won't talk about that anymore. My my personal opinions. Not now, anyways. I will in a little bit. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of, the New York market, right, um, for adult use uh, sales finally began. This is huge and is projected to be one of the largest markets um, despite a lot of the initial regulatory and operational challenges that New York experienced. Uh, I mean, the New York market, just even before legalization, I mean, just was a very big, casual market. New York City just always felt like, cannabis was legal. Right. And now it's just way beyond that at this point. So, um, that's really going to have an impact on other States and seeing New York, you know, operate is, is, you know, in a a safe fashion is going to help other States jump in as well and want to, um, you know, get involved in those tax revenues. Right. Cause that's really where a lot of it is. Impact on insurance premiums. This is really interesting. So there was a study that we'll post, uh, that legalized that found that um, legalized medical cannabis states saw a decrease in private health insurance premiums, indicating mainly, you know, a broad impact on legalization of healthcare economics. So this really suggests that as, be- as cannabis becomes a more accepted form of treatment, it can lead to broader treatment options and reduce healthcare costs relating to a lot of the, the conditions we talk about in the show, such as chronic pain, nausea, um, possibly substance abuse disorders, which we've seen as well. Uh, so the impact on insurance premiums have been lowered in a lot of those states that have legalized cannabis. And for those reasons, there's another option, and that's good for everybody, right? So um, gun rights for cannabis users. I mean, I'm not against guns. I used to have a small game hunting license. I mean, I don't know why, but <laughs> I used to go out and shoot. You know, I didn't. I don't think I ever killed anything actually. Uh, which makes me feel good. Cause I, nowadays I don't think I would do that, uh, for sure. But growing up in small world that I grew up in, um, that, you know, has a lot of hunting. It, it, I don't know. It's just, it is what it is, but uh, I don't re- I think everyone, you know, should have a right to a gun. That's a personal opinion. If you want to talk about that. Um, I don't know about AK 47s really, but you know, like shotguns and all that stuff. Why not? Right. Um, but in general gun rights for cannabis users, uh, The federal court ruled that the ban on cannabis users owning firearms was unconstitutional, Um, which I think is a big deal because, you know, medical cannabis users are not typically also violent criminals. And, you know, I I would argue that uh, very often are much more responsible than those who are not cannabis users and also own guns. So, you know, it's um, everyone has their opinion on this, but uh, I don't have a gun. Currently, But if, you know, if I wanted one and if I couldn't get one because uh, I was a medical cannabis user, I would not be cool with that because I just don't see how it would have any effect on my abilities to own or operate a gun. It's no different than someone going out and what you can ask people, hey, did you purchase and drink alcohol in in the year of 2023? If so, you can't own a gun, right? I would be more for that than I would for cannabis, right? So, uh, you know, advocating against cannabis use and gun ownership, right? So that's my take on that. Not a huge, um, I guess, point in this whole article, but significant, I guess, interesting at the very least. How about that? Talking about interesting, uh, for those of you that aren't familiar, us in the cannabis industry cannot advertise um, typically on social media. It's just, you, there's no way to do it. A lot of times companies will come on, they'll approach us because they can't advertise on social media. So they're looking to advertise on our shows. For their products, and uh, that's why a lot of the times I, I don't often invite those people on unless um, I do find that there's a real value to our listeners. But Twitter has recently said, "Hey, any cannabis advertisers that want to come on Twitter and advertise can do that," and I think that's fine because again, like <laughs> there's other products that are being advertised on Twitter and other social media platforms that are not better than cannabis, right? And they're allowed, so. I think it's cool that Twitter did that. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, Elon Musk, there's been a lot of controversial things that he's done. I don't think that is one of them. I mean, it is for some people. I think for us, I I think it's fine, right? (laughs) It's only uh, pointing towards more cannabis freedoms. And I also have a Starlink, so that's maybe the second thing that he's done that I enjoy. And I had to get a Starlink because do not have spectrum in this rural area that we just moved to. But uh, Starlink's been great, so... Two things that Elon Musk has done for me this year. <laughs> Unexpectedly, I guess. Uh, let's see. So a lot of um, international incidents of advocacy, right? So we, we had the imprisonment um, and release of Brittany Griner in Russia, which really highlighted international disparities in cannabis laws. So I thought that was interesting. Um, There's also the execution of a man in Singapore for possessing cannabis, um, which is was crazy, right? And really underscores how far we have to go globally, right? I mean, in America, we are getting to a point, still not there, but we're getting to a point, and not in every state, almost though, where um, it's much more acceptable, as we've mentioned. And to see that there's these high, high levels of really extreme restrictions in these other areas of the world For something that doesn't really make sense, and we now are starting to realize doesn't make sense every day more and more, um, we really need to put a light on that. And we need to start, you know, allowing people in other places to have their relief and their medicine as well. Uh, You know, just again, I believe the world will be a better place if we can. So why not? Uh, Also, there, number nine, there's been medical advancements in public health, right? So studies have shown that legalization of cannabis does not lead to increased psychosis diagnosis, which I think we've known on here, but the general public would always like to argue that. And especially, I think the medical community is kind of hung on that for a little bit. But a CDC study has also found that it correlates when you legalize cannabis in different states, that that correlates to lower teen use as well, which I think is interesting. There was a study involving over 63 million Medicare recipients over 14 years and found that the legalization of medical and recreational cannabis did not lead to an increase in psychosis, which... I think, again, is just a misconception that we've had for a long time. Uh, Also, cannabis showed promise this past year in treating symptoms of Parkinson's disease. Uh, There was a retrospective study that showed significant improvement in 87% of Parkinson's patients who use medical cannabis to manage symptoms such as chronic pain, tremors, and insomnia. Um, The study also found that over half of the participants could reduce or stop their conventional medications. Indicating the efficacy and safety of cannabis as a complementary or alternative treatment, which, again, like, you know, we're talking about things that are just natural and they're going to be better for your health. And if this is going to help, you know, Parkinson's patients, I mean, absolutely, we should be considering more of this in 2024. And then number 10. Um, Well, kind of related to this uh, with the, the CDC study with kids as well, with teenagers, it showed it's kind of related where we're talking about legalization and how it's just lowering the usage of teenage consumers. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that whenever you legalize something like this, it's just not like a shiny object anymore. People are not seeing it as anything that they need or want to get their hands on. And kids, teenagers just do that right? Like if there's something they're not supposed to do, they're going to try and do it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it, that's what I think a lot of it has to do with It's the rebellion isn't there. It's the novelty of the rebellion is gone in a lot of those places. That is my opinion. But you know, we'll see if the studies actually support that. There's also some cool cultural shifts, but the main one, notably towards the end of the year with Snoop Dogg, um, nice little clever marketing stunt with the solo stove there pretending to quit cannabis. Uh, it really highlighted both the enduring stigma and evolving narrative around cannabis use. I thought so; that was really cool. Um, I mean, everyone thought cannab- Snoop was quitting smoking, and that actually really made me nervous. I'm like, what does Snoop know that I don't know about cannabis? And what, like, but no, he's definitely sitting by the solo stove somewhere smoking a joint <laughs> and smokeless in that sense. So. Um, If you guys haven't seen that, uh, heard of that, that's done. I mean, I think so many people, it was such big cannabis news, but um, that was really cool. Uh, Definitely go check that out and read more about that if you haven't. But I think it's, it's great that like, as a country, we're okay making that, like that was, that was a, a, like a national, you know, advertising, right? That was a national promotion that, you know, that the stigma of cannabis was kind of being played with a little bit, but also normalized at the same time. So I thought that was cool that that they did that. Um, You know, I I thought it was nice that it was widely accepted and received as like just a fun little gimmick, right? So uh, that had a good message as well. So um, I thought that was neat. Now, what can we look forward to in 2024? Speaking of all the things in 2023, what do we still have to look forward to? Well, I think the rescheduling of cannabis that we mentioned before is a big one. If we can get that off, I mean, that's, that will help so many people get access for medical purposes. Cause a lot of times doctors can't even utilize, uh, anything that's not a schedule, you know, under schedule one, um, to utilize for any type of, um, experimental treatments or anything like that. So really important to get it under a schedule one drug, schedule three or lower be great. Um, if there's a lower, I'm not sure. Um, Hemp-derived cannabinoids. Hemp-derived cannabinoids will definitely be more common in our everyday lives for sure. Um, we've seen this more and more. They become more acceptable, kind of infused into our everyday products. And I don't see that stopping. And that has everything to do with the 2018 Federal Farm Bill and just the momentum that has come with that. And that just hasn't stopped since 2018. Really, 20. I think you really start to see it again. We've mentioned in the beginning from Delta 8. In 2019, 2020 is when we started to see that. Um, but in 2024, I mean, since then, we've seen other cannabinoids. And speaking of THCA, um, THCA is the cannabinoid of to end 2023. It's the new cannabinoid of 2024. Um, why? Because it's the same exact thing as THC. If you haven't listened to that episode that we've done on THCA, make sure you do. Uh, you can go back and, and check that out. Um, THCA is the acidic form of THC. You can eat THCA and it will have nice, uh, anti-inflammatory properties and all that good stuff, but no psychoactive properties whatsoever. Once you combust THCA, it turns into good old fashioned THC. So what you can do is you can get hemp plants that have less than 0.3% THC, which is the definition of a hemp Definition of hemp is anything that has less than 0.3% THC by mass, mass volume, right? So if you have flour that has 0.2% THC, but it has, um, you know, 20% THCA, that flour is considered hemp and you can buy that flour on the internet and have it shipped to your door. And when you vape it or smoke it, it turns or decarboxylate it in the oven, it turns into good old fashioned THC, no different at all. So that is the big one. That's the big, like, I think THCA is going to essentially just very slowly. uh, Delta 8 started this, but THCA is going to put us in a world where everyone's able to smoke THC or utilize THC. Um, Good old-fashioned THC, Delta 9, right? So that'll normalize it, and I think that's what we can look forward to in 2024 is the real normalization of THCA um, THC through THCA, I should say. So what about us, the Cannabis Connoisseur podcast? Well, we went through some changes as well. Um, added a new series to our lineup, added the women's series, like to do that again. Um, added the fittest at 40 series, added some snippets as well. Uh, just really tried to add content that I felt would just give you guys a more well-rounded experience. And, and I just, you know, I, I think it's better if we all feel good and if we're all working towards being better and if we can put out more content to help people do that. um, That's what I want to do. So we did that. Uh, We had less interviews in 2023 and I kind of got to a point where um, I like interviews, but I did get to a point where I felt like we were doing too many of those. And again, a lot of those um, were advertised based. Like there were people that, you know, did have products to sell, but, every time I brought somebody on, uh, my goal always is to have a purpose to talk about what I'm talking about. And that generally was the case, but even still, um, I wanted to get more into content based stuff. Right. And so I did a lot of that in 2023 with the series, with a lot of, you know, the flagship shows that we release every Thursday used to be on Wednesday. Um, and I asked you guys for support and I asked you guys to continue, uh, you know, supporting us and, um, just let us know what you're thinking and write in. And you guys definitely, definitely, definitely delivered in 2023. Um, you know, I, I can't thank you enough. And, and the more that we can do, I mean, that's really what I'm looking to do is, is just continue to grow this. Right. And the only way I can do that is with the support of all of you. Uh, so I can't thank you enough. And the biggest way you can support is just by liking this. If you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, or wherever it is you're listening to us, just give us that like button and that'll push the algorithm It pushes our show to the top. And when that happens, there's there's more people that listen to us and more people that download us. When that happens, the world becomes a better place. And when the world becomes a better place, my life is better. And when my life is better, my kids' lives are better. My family's lives are better. All right? And that's what I'm looking for. And all of your lives are better too. And everyone's happier. So <laughs> it's just the, the selfish full circle that I try and get every show, the message I try and send out to you guys as much as I can. uh, Cause you're a part of the success as well. And I just, I want to make sure that you guys know that. Um, And I think it's really important guys. Uh, You know, we talk about why, like, like why, why, why do we do this? I mean, I, that's why I do it, but you know, think about your why in 2024. Think about the things that, that you maybe didn't accomplish in 2023 and that you want to accomplish in 2024 And that could be big or little, that could be uh, in in all different forms, that can be medical accomplishments, it can be career accomplishments, it can be relationship accomplishments, um, personal, you know, physical accomplishments, whatever it is that you're, you're looking to get out of 2024. Now is your time, you know, and and I think now is always the time (laughs) at the end of the day. But because we're talking about it, now is the time, right? And if you want to put a little emphasis um and a little little I guess a little uh, pizzazz on it. I think the end of the year going into the beginning of a new year always helps with putting a little extra fire into that that purpose, right? Because it's just a mental thing at the end of the day. I mean, I think we we could start a new routine in in June just as easily and as we start it in January. But if we have this this mental momentum of new year, new me, new shift, why not? Right. So I would say you know understand what it is that you want. Understand why you want it, because if you don't know why you want something, you cannot push through adversity when when the hard stuff comes your way, okay? Um, and and, and you, you won't be successful. And when you go after your why and and you do what, what you want to do, then everyone else's lives are better, including mine. So I guess that's selfish for me as well to think that. But um, that's why it's so important for everyone to really acknowledge what it is that you want and and, and to go after it. And that can change. That's going to be different between now and and five, 10 years from now. With that being said, now's your time to figure out your why Uh, you have a few more days to do it. And then you have the rest of your lifetime after that. (laughs) But I just want to thank you all for coming back on another awesome episode of the cannabis connoisseur podcast, the last episode of 2023 and the new one, the the first episode, well, the last flagship episode, I should say of 2023. Um, And I cannot wait for you guys to join us again in 2024. Please, 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 please reach out to us with any comments or questions or anything you'd like to add at the at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on Instagram at the Um, I've been a little slower in response recently due to the move and some illness, but I am back getting back. Um, this week will kind of put me back into, into the groove again. And I cannot wait to, uh, start talking to you guys. Um, all over again this, this week and next year. (laughs) All right, guys, I'm done rambling. See you guys next year. Have a great one. Peace.